0: The Pat Kenny Show
1: with Matter Private, Trust Ireland's leading private hospitals with locations nationwide, including Dublin, Cork, and Limerick.
0: This is News Talk. Well, now it's time for sport.
1: It's like a comedy of errors out there. Was, uh, every time I made some really bad decisions, I uh, execute my shots really, really badly.
0: Well, that's the voice of Shane Lowry. Own Sheen of OTB Sports is on the line to talk sport. Own, um, not a great day for Shane Lowry yesterday.
1: No, it certainly wasn't. Putting up a score of five over par on the first day of the Irish Open. He's back out this afternoon at half past two and there is still an opportunity for him to make the cut. The cut line at the moment uh, is everything that is uh, three over par or better. So it's definitely still within his uh, talents because he is probably the most talented player on the course to be able to get back in and maybe even get into contention for the weekend. But he'll need to put in three stunning rounds, of course, to be in with any shout. Uh, The best of the Irish so far, Pat, is the amateur James Sugaroo who uh, we all know from winning uh, the amateur Open, the amateur Open, last year. And of course, he played the US Open last week. So uh, he's obviously fine-tuned himself to the point where he is the standout Irishman on the course this week. He's off at 20-3 to 3 this afternoon. It is a three-way tie at the top of the leaderboard then in Ballymina. Aaron Ray, the Englishman, Jordan Smith, another Englishman, and Dean Burmester, uh, a South African, all tied on five under par.
0: Okay, let's look forward now to sport and the Premier League this weekend. Which are the matches we should look out for?
1: Well, the match of the weekend is going to be Monday night as Liverpool take on Arsenal at Anfield. But in terms of the games that are actually going to happen over the course of the weekend, well, it's hard to look past tomorrow afternoon and half 12 when Brighton and Hove Albion welcome Manchester United to the Amex Stadium because, of course, after last weekend, there are a multitude of questions that United now need to answer. Uh, Not only do they need to go out and sign a couple of players, as their fans may tell you, uh, they also need to really step up from their performance and their defeat to Crystal Palace last week. Now, they did win in the Carabao Cup this week and there were better performances from the likes of Marcus Rashford and a few more minutes under the belt of Mason Greenwood. They now need to get to a, a whole new level tomorrow because... Brighton looked very impressive last week in their win over Newcastle United and one of the more interesting teams and one of the more exciting teams really to watch in the league so far. Uh, the questions really will be over Donny van de Beek maybe from United's perspective. Will he get his first Premier League start for Manchester United? Uh, outside of that, path, then, you've got uh, West Brom against Chelsea. Tomorrow at half past five, Chelsea with a rocky enough start. A couple of their new signings coming in uh, and not looking amazing so far. Kai Havertz, who they uh, are investing a lot of money in, the 21-year-old German. He has struggled in the Premier League so far, but he scored a hat-trick midweek in the Carabao Cup against Barnsley. And if he starts in that number 10 role again, well, it could be another long afternoon for West Brom. So plenty to keep an eye on there. And of course, you can't look past Leeds at any point so far. They've been so entertaining to watch. Their fixture this weekend is the midday kickoff on Sunday uh, as they go to Sheffield United. And then Jose Mourinho tries to go with back-to-back wins in the league as Spurs host Newcastle United. And really, we're at this time of the season, Pat, where so many storylines have still to fully develop that there was so much excitement and even Manchester City against Leicester at half four on Sunday is a very attractive fixture as well. So really you could sit down tomorrow afternoon at half twelve and if you were just into Premier League you'd have a full weekend's entertainment for yourself.
0: Yeah, and it'll look. It looks like it'll be a longer time before we get um, crowds back at the grounds. That seems to be the situation in uh, Britain. Getting used to the soundtrack being played, uh, I, I think some of the people who are operating those soundtracks are being a little inventive mm-hmm. and creative uh, in the the little clips they can move in when a goal is scored or there's a narrow miss. So yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah, such, such it is.
1: It, 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 yeah, no, I, I agree. It is definitely getting a bit better. You still obviously have a few moments where perhaps the sound engineer doesn't quite see if the ball has hit the side netting or the back of the net, and you you hear a few kind of um, mess-ups that way. But it was interesting even listening to the commentary on BT last week when they were doing the Leinster game and how they had specifically gone to Newcastle for last year's Champions Cup final and extracted the specific sounds of Saracens and Leinster fans (laughs) just for added authenticity.
0: Great stuff. Owen, thank you very much for joining us. That's Owen Sheen of OTB Sports.